Hey, welcome to Honest Stories Podcast. I am so excited that you are listening to my podcast right now because I love podcasting. Always have. I've been listening to podcasts for years and years and I got so much inspiration out of it and I want the same for you. So I thought I will make my own podcast to share my own story but also to share amazing stories, inspiring stories of the people around me, of people that I know, of people that I met online or through traveling because I met so many interesting people in the past uh, two years that I was traveling the world and I want to share those stories. It's so inspiring to know what is possible and how people got to do what they're doing, how digital nomad life actually works. So we will definitely touch upon that about entrepreneurship a little bit because I have my own company. I work as a podcast strategist and manager for my company that is called the Podcast Babes and I love it. So if that is something that you're interested in, do it, go for it, find a way to make it work and listen to my podcast to learn more about how I made it work and how uh, other digital nomads live the life that they want to live. Have fun uh, listening to the show and let me know what you think. Pippa, welcome to my podcast. Thank I'm you. so excited to have you. We are here at Tropical Nomad in Bali, in Chenggu. We met through Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> really crazy. How did we meet, actually? I'm not too sure, actually, yeah. but we did get connected for Instagram, didn't we? Yeah. And then when uh, the lockdown was over, we went out for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. I'm really excited to have you on my podcast because we both have... A little bit of the same story. I feel like we have so much in common about the whole business thing and traveling and digital nomad life. So I just wanted to ask you about your experiences. Uh, so do you want to tell me, what did you do back home before you started traveling? Okay, so before I went traveling, I had done so many different jobs from the time I was 18 to 28. I had never really stayed in a job for more than two years. Just every job I was ever in, I just got very, very bored quickly. And I never really knew what I wanted to do with my life. So I had done everything from bar work to becoming a certified wedding and event planner. And then more recently, I actually worked as a sales consultant for companies like BMW and Ford. And that was good. That was probably the most enjoyable job that I ever did. It was very exciting to work on commission. I actually ended up being one of the top salespeople in my company, which Ooh. was great. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun and it was good money. But by the end of a couple years at those companies, I just felt burnt out. I was feeling very anxious. I was very, very driven. So I, I felt very, very burnt out. And I felt like I just found myself asking myself once again, what do you want to do? Because after two years, it was always two years, I'd get just bored again. I'd get bored and I found myself just always coming back to the fact that I wanted to travel. And once I got to like 28, I was like, okay, like you are 28 now. If you don't do it now, then when are you going to do it? So that was when I just had 
this conversation with myself and I just pushed myself and yeah within a month I just quit my job and decided to book a one-way ticket to Thailand yeah <laughs> crazy so you you went to Thailand to travel right not mm-hmm. to do digital nomad life or start a business or anything like that no so basically me and my boyfriend we booked a one-way ticket to Bangkok and we sort of decided that we were going to do like the traditional backpacker Southeast Asia route. So we went through Thailand, into Vietnam, into Cambodia, back into Thailand. And we did Malaysia. We did, where else did we go? We went to Bali. We went to Hong Kong, Philippines. We did a lot. We did like 10 countries in about eight months. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we really lived the backpacker life. And that was back in 2018. And we we did like all the the traditional backpacking things. We stayed in like $5 hostels. We ate street food. But like looking back, that was just one of the happiest times of my life. I never felt so free. So I always look back at that so fondly. Oh, same. I agree. It was so great that to just move around a lot, see a lot of new places, meet a lot of new people. Yeah, it was good times. (laughs) And then what did you do after those 10 months? Because you didn't go home. No. So while we were in Vietnam, I remember where were we? We were in Saigon, Vietnam, and we were at a bar having some drinks and we got talking to some English guys and they told us that they lived in Vietnam and they were working as English teachers, online English teachers. And this was like the first time we'd ever heard of that. Like I didn't even really know anything about working online. I was really, really curious and I really wanted to know more. And so I decided to find out more about it because they, they were telling me about how they were earning like $20 an hour teaching English to Chinese kids online and that they were, they loved their life. They were living in Vietnam. They were working like not that many hours for really, really good pay. And I was really, really interested in that. So I thought, okay, I have to find out more about this. So after finding that out and after traveling, I think me and my boyfriend were both in the same place like mentally we both knew that we didn't want to go back to England that we loved our life out in Southeast Asia and how could we make that a reality for ourselves how could we live out here and work online and be our own bosses and so I decided that I would get travel certified and I would um, get my teaching qualifications and work online yeah how did you get the certification did you do it online or in person no so basically we got a a groupon discount for a TEFL course online we decided to go back to thailand spend three weeks in thailand literally just work really really hard for three weeks go through the course get certified so that we had that ready Ah. for when we decided to teach online yeah okay yeah And then what happened? So you were in Thailand, you did the TEFL course, and then did you find a job online right away teaching? Right, so it was actually a lot harder than what we thought to find an English teaching job online. There are so many like teaching jobs online and a lot of Chinese company that recruit native English speakers but it's becoming harder and harder to get a job with them because a lot of them now require like a formal bachelor's degree. 
which me and my boyfriend didn't have. We both actually went straight into work at 18. So it was a lot more difficult than we thought to get a job. Thankfully, we managed to get a job with the one company that no longer requires a bachelor's degree. But that didn't, that, that took a bit of time to actually find that. So there was a real period of time where we thought, oh gosh, like we've got these teaching certificates, but if we don't get a, we don't have a degree, then we can't get a job. And if we can't get a job, then we're going to have to go home. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought about teaching English as well. My, my plan was not teaching English online, but to do that in Vietnam because I just love Vietnam so much. Mm. But the problem for me is I have a bachelor's degree and I, would, I could just take the course, but I'm not a native English speaker mm. and there's nothing I can do about that to change that. Mm. <laughs> so it was kind of risky to do it. I actually signed up for the course paid part of it everything I was ready to go and then I was like wait I can also do something else and work online I read a blog post about this course that I ended up taking ended up taking uh, a VA course and then I went that route but my original plan was actually to go to Vietnam to teach (laughs) yeah I feel like that's a great starting point for anybody that wants to live this lifestyle and start working online in teaching English is a great kickstarter but what I would say is that I don't think that it's sustainable long term I did end up again getting quite burnt out because it's it's very you have to be really energetic all of the time and while I was teaching, sometimes I'd be doing like 10 hour days. It was crazy. At the time, I was working so much. It is good fun and it's easy money. But yeah, I don't think it's sustainable long term. I think if you want to really live this lifestyle, the best thing you can do is look for freelance work or look at starting your own business. That's the best way. But for sure, like I, I would never moan about my English teaching job because it was just a great way to break into this sort of path that I wanted to take. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So what, how did you, you decided that you didn't want to teach English anymore? Yeah. What did you do next? Okay, so what, basically me and Adam, we experimented with like every different sort of way of working online that we could first of all went into drop shipping i don't know if you've heard of drop yeah, shipping. yeah definitely yeah so we were gonna open up our own online e-commerce store we were we just had no clue what we were doing we we came up with this idea that we were gonna have a drop shipping store online e-commerce store and it was going to be like accessories for like travelers and all that kind of stuff so we were going to sell things like what you call them like power bars and we were going to sell things like padlocks and just loads of like other travel accessories and we did we found a bunch of things that we could sell but we just had no clue what we were doing we just a lot of The success of having your own e-commerce business is marketing. Obviously, if no one can find your store, then you're not going to have customers. And so we had no idea how to market our store. That was just a whole other beast in itself, like trying to learn Facebook ads and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And so we quickly gave that idea up. We literally built an entire store only to decide not to go through with it. Yeah, but still, like now you know that that's not your thing. That's also valuable information. And it was, it was an experience like, 
there was just so much to learn in the beginning because there's just so many different businesses you can have online. And we did really experiment with a few to find out what we wanted to do next. But in the end, it's so funny because I was in charge of doing like the logo design and the web design. And what I quickly found out was that I actually had more fun doing the logo design and the web design than the actual running of the store itself. And I've always been a creative person, which is why I actually decided to look into branding and web design. And um, around that time, I discovered the Bucket List Bombshells. I don't know if you've heard of them. So they provide online courses for women who are wanting to start an online business. They show women how to be like a virtual assistant, how to be a designer and how to start your own business. And so I discovered them and I decided to enroll in those courses. I did the design skills course. I did both the virtual assistant course and the design skills course, but I really, I found that the design skills course was much more up, like up my street than the virtual assistant course. I did like both, but I thought, okay, no design is much more me. So I have to pursue this. And so, yeah, I ended up pursuing design and that's how I got into it. Yeah, cool. So tell me about your business now. Okay, so basically, I started my own business about a year ago now. I started a design studio called Violet Studio. And I felt that I had all of the skills to do design. But I really struggled with the actual setting up my business part. Like I really struggled to find clients. I didn't really know how to run a business. And that was really, really difficult. And I really struggled for a few months. I struggled on and on and on. I started to have, I also had a lot of imposter syndrome. That was a big thing for me. I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I didn't really know what I was doing. And I had no one to really talk to about this because I didn't really have that many friends in Thailand that were doing the same thing in a way. So it was like, I didn't really have anyone to share ideas with. And I struggled on for a few months before I, I thought, okay, like I have two options. I can either give this up or I can find a mentor and I can invest in myself and take the steps to get me where I want to be. Yeah, that's what I ended up doing. I found a business coach online and from there, she just completely helped me just rebuild my business from the beginning. I ended up rebranding. I went with my own name, um, which I felt much more aligned to, actually. I felt much more aligned to just going under my own name and trying to build a personal brand with my design studio. I was going to take that angle. She helped me rebuild my business. She helped me with like my, my service offerings. Um, she helped me market my business, helped me like define my ideal client. We went through all of these steps. And yeah, it was just invaluable for me because even though it was such a big investment, it really helped transform my mindset and transform my business. And from there, it was just, it was just all go from there. Like within a couple of months of launching my business, of, of relaunching it, I was fully booked out. And I now just continue to sign up my dream clients. I work with a lot of coaches and I work with a lot of creatives like copywriters and photographers, which I love. They're my ideal clients. I love working with those kind of clients. It's been great. It's been so good. I just, I get to wake up, design do work that I'm really passionate about. So I love it. I love it so much. I just wish I'd done it sooner. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. And we're in Bali now. What may, when did you uh, arrive in Bali? 
So I actually, it's funny, I actually arrived in Bali a year ago exactly. Oh, I arrived in Bali nice. this week last year. Yeah. What made you decide to come to Bali? Okay, well, we've been living in Chiang Mai in Thailand for like six months last year. And originally that was hands down our favorite place that we've been to on our travels. Like Chiang Mai is such a cool city. It's really, really fun. There's so much to do. There's a big like digital nomad community there. So we thought, okay, that's like the best place to go. But it's actually really, really hard to live in Chiang Mai as a nomad. It's much more harder to live in Thailand than it is to live in Bali. In terms of visas, you have to leave the country every two months and you can only stay in Thailand for a maximum of 180 days a year. I mean, it's different if you get a more permanent visa. There are ways of doing it, but for us, it wasn't possible. So after our six months was up, we had to sort of think about where else we could go. And we did think about going places like Vietnam. We thought about Da Nang. We thought about um, Saigon because those were two places that we'd really loved as well. And we knew there was like a nomad community there. But my boyfriend absolutely loved Bali. We'd, we'd spent a month in Bali back in our travels. And we knew there was a big nomad community here, which was important to us. We wanted to be with like-minded people. So we, we thought, okay, like, let's look at Bali. And that's how we ended up going here. We ended up moving here and yeah, we were never meant to be here for like a year, but here we are. <laughs> still <laughs> here. Still here. <laughs> so what do you like about Bali? Why do you think it's a perfect place to live as a digital nomad? I love Bali for just so many reasons. First of all, I just love the weather. I love just waking up to sunshine every day. I'm definitely more of a summer person than a winter person. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, which is why I just, I prefer living in this part of the world, period, over like living back in the UK. But I do love the cafe scene here. Like the restaurant scene is amazing. There's so many cool places to eat and work. I just love like the nomad community here. Again, there's so many co-working spaces. There's so many like places to meet other digital nomads you can make some really cool connections here like I've met you yeah um, and I've met like a lot of good friends here that also work online so that's great you're kind of all in the same boat I feel like that's so important if you're the yeah. only one working on your laptop all day then it's lonely mm. yeah that's the thing for me I feel like if you are going to sort of embrace this journey of working online like living out in places where there is a big community of, of like-minded people doing this, the same thing, it really does help you. It really does help you because, yeah, you, you definitely feel less alone because, you know, it's not a big thing yet. People aren't doing this so much in the Western world. But out here, it's like everybody's doing it. So you have so many people to bounce ideas off mm -hmm. and, and talk to. But I, th I, I think it's also that it feels like everyone's doing it here, but maybe it's, it's just the people you surround yourself with. Mm. like in Europe there are a lot of nomads in Europe too mm. like I never see them <laughs> no I mean yeah I think it's definitely what we have like coronavirus I think coronavirus has definitely opened up the possibility to a lot of people that work there's definitely some benefits to working online for mm. sure and so I think that the popularity of people working online is only going to increase. Over the next few years, I think it's just going to boom. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's like 
once you have this lifestyle i think for me as well i just i could never go back to court. oh no me neither i, I can never, never go back <laughs> no now that i've had a taste of freedom of having location independence of being able to live and work wherever i want that for me is just invaluable and yeah for anyone that was interested in potentially working online i just say go for it yeah definitely coming to bali has been amazing because it's amazing to surround yourself with these people yeah mm-hmm. everyone has kind of the same mindset as as in lot lo- so many people have a business here mm-hmm. and back home i mean at least my friends no one has their own business no, no one same. so what we always talk about when we have a coffee is how's your business going what yeah. are you doing now what are you working on how are your clients you know stuff like that that's not a conversation i can have with my friends back home no so it's yeah i totally agree and community for me is probably the most important thing in a new spot that i'm gonna live but would you see yourself settling down somewhere for maybe not forever but for more permanently even more permanently than now (laughs) yeah i mean i just absolutely love it here i love the vibe of bali like are you planning to stay in bali a lot longer yeah we do plan on staying in bali a lot longer i think it's hard to to know what to do right now with the visas you know it's not obviously easy to just come here and permanently live but we'd love to have a property here in some capacity one day but i think for us perhaps it would be an idea to spend like half our year in bali and then maybe half our year somewhere else i don't know where else i don't know whether that would be it wouldn't be back in the uk but it would be somewhere maybe in europe maybe in europe or maybe in southeast asia i'm not sure but definitely like to have you know a place in bali and say spend half the year here and somewhere else that would be that would be great yeah that sounds like the ideal situation yeah, for, for me sure. too that you have some kind of home base yeah but maybe two or three home bases that you can just switch switch it up every few months that yeah sounds perfect <laughs> yeah i think for my personality type as well i don't know if you're into like personality types and like enneagrams i'm an enneagram seven so i <laughs> i always have to mix things up a little bit otherwise I get bored easily so yeah. for me I I would definitely love to like have six months in Bali and then six months somewhere else I think that would be great for me because I like to switch things up a little bit every now and then to stop me from getting bored yeah and even though I do live in Bali and I love Bali and I could never get bored of Bali I still would love a travel lifestyle I would still love a remote life yeah but yeah. but even if I, I totally agree what you're saying because even I went a weekend away now to uh, Uluwatu a different city in Bali and still like coming back now in Chenggu it's like oh it's so nice it feels like coming home but we've been away for a little bit Mm. and yesterday I was so productive at work Mm. I I think it's because I went away on the weekend oh wow so I I totally agree what you're saying about switching it up a little bit to get all the creative juices flowing yeah definitely (laughs) I do think that helps yeah I definitely do think that helps absolutely so would you have any advice for someone who wants to start a digital nomad life but isn't sure how what would your advice be okay so my first step would be to decide what it is that you really really want to do and to think about what your zone of genius is it can't just be all about money you really want to think about what it is that you love to do and what your strengths are because 
There are so many different ways of making money online, but if it's not something you're passionate about or something that you really want to do, then, you know, there's, there's no point you start this business so that you have lifestyle freedom, but also freedom to do what you want to do. So I really think about what you want to do, what kind of business you want to start. And then, you know, you can try lots of different things. Like for me, I tried lots of different things. It's how you establish what you don't want. But really, the first step is to figure out what you want to do. And then I would say there's so many different online courses now. And they don't even have to be expensive. Like there's, there's places like Udemy and Skillshare. It's so easy to learn a new skill that people will pay you money for. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I definitely think like if you're interested in this, just go for it. Just really go for it because you have nothing to lose yeah. and everything to gain. And you can like look at us. We're we're doing it. And I didn't know shit about podcasting no. uh, two years ago. No. And now it's it's going really well. And probably the same for you about designing. Like yeah. you, you just need to take that first step, take a course, just know your shit and then just make it happen like stick to it until until it happens i think that's also definitely advice that i want to give people who want to do this if you decide what you want to do stick to it just do it make sure that it works out and sometimes it takes a while before it actually does what you said as well like for me the start of my business was a bit slow as well but you live and you learn and i learned so much also about that slow start and what I do different now in my business and just this whole journey business-wise and nomad life travel-wise it has taught me so much oh yeah for sure I have learned so much on this journey of becoming my own boss and you know what there's you've got nothing to lose like what's the worst thing that's going to happen if it doesn't work out and it, it will work out. You have to think that it will work out because it will. There's there's so many people out here just doing it, just yeah. living the living their their best life in Bali or wherever. It's all a choice. Online. It's all a choice, yeah. So, you know, I just hundred percent go say go for it. Like there's nothing to lose. Totally agree. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. This was my first in person interview. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy we got to do this. Thank you so much. That's it. That was it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. You can find all the relevant links and more info about my guest in the show notes, um, the description for this episode. If you want to know more, shoot me a message and I would love to chat and let me know uh, what you think about the episode. I would love it if you can share it with your friends or post something on social media about it. So that way I can get more listeners, which is always really nice to see. So thank you very much and have a lovely day.